Hi, this is Nermeen. Welcome to Hello Ada, a one-stop destination for parents to explore all the cool resources for getting their daughters more intrigued about technology. Today's guest is Mayana Lubanski. Mayana has a Master in Science degree in International Business from Copenhagen Business School. She has extensive international experience with innovation, entrepreneurship, business and regional development. Apart from 10 years of being an entrepreneur, her background includes being the Director for Investment Promotion in Copenhagen Capacity, Executive Director of the Danish Innovation Center in Silicon Valley, and Director for Business Development in Gronfos. Today she leads Science City Lundby, a public-private partnership of 80-plus organizations around the Technical University of Denmark. One of Science City Lundby's mission objectives is to promote collaboration across sectors between schools, private companies and educational institutions by creating new, engaging experiences with science and technology for children and young adults. I am interviewing Mayena to hear more about why we need more girls in technology and how schools, teachers and parents can engage with this mission through Science City, for example. Hello, Mayana. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. How do you feel as a woman in technology? <laughs> When I was a kid, I grew up with a lot of guys, a lot of boys. And so I always played boys games. It was always about killing somebody, running around with guns in the forest and stuff like that. And a lot of mechanics and cars and uh, whatever. So to me, it was kind of like natural, the interest for technology from early on. and later. There was no tradition in my family for studying like engineering and stuff like that. So I actually studied economics. And upon graduation, I started working immediately with a lot of engineers and was like, oh, wow, why didn't I study engineering? But then I've been working with engineers ever since. And so you you mentioned your childhood. What what exactly attracted you to this industry of engineering and, and playing with cars, as you mentioned? <laughs> curiosity i think and uh you know i, I have a dad who was uh, in the it industry and always loved technologies he's uh, even now in his late 80s he's always into new tech so i think you know the influence you have from your home and your parents is really really important and so in your words what do you think parents role is in this agenda in getting more daughters, more girls into coding and technology and engineering in general? Hmm. I mean, we know uh, from many surveys that it's the role of the parents, especially the moms, <laughs> the mothers <laughs> are really important in supporting their kids. I have a daughter, she's in her mid-30s, but she's, she studied physics actually and math. And I had to defend her all along her career in the school because the Danish school system in many ways didn't support that. They kept on questioning her choices, kept on questioning why she would study physics because anyone can study physics, as they said, because you don't need high grades to enter physics. And then my daughter said, well, anyone can enter. Not many can actually manage uh, graduating and <laughs> exiting from physics. And that's what she wanted to do. But I had to defend her all the time. So it's um, I can easily understand and see why a lot of girls especially kind of think, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that because now I have the high grades. So maybe I should study to become a midwife instead because there they demand high grades, right? So we, we do a lot in our community in Science City to actually support 
girls in science and tech and math and engineering. We work together with a lot of different initiatives and uh, NGOs supporting girls. And we also try to influence the mothers. And I know a lot of the schools do. And we try to offer them different camps and opportunities to go and see and touch and also meet role models. Because I think if you don't have role models in your own family, you need to see other young girls having a cool job somewhere. And you need to start thinking, I could do that job too. I mean, Why shouldn't I work with those robots or in the water tech industry? So we we try to do that. We actually in the process of creating a new club for girls so that they can meet also, you know, after school, just have this informal network of role models and other girls interested in tech because they all say, I don't want to be a nerd, right? So there's this image of a girl being a nerd is not a good looking, not a cool girl, right? So we need to work on that and also show them what an interesting life they can get and where they can really be part of changing the agenda when it comes to climate adaptation technologies, clean energy, new foods and stuff that they can become game changers in society. A lot of girls like that, right? (laughs) And you kind of touched upon it, but maybe if you could more directly talk into Why is it especially important that we have more girls getting introduced to STEM opportunities from a young age? You make up your choice and you make up your mind, you know, what direction you want to go quite early. So you need to influence the kids like from fifth, sixth grade. I mean, really early on, we can see if they have made up their choices or already most of the time before seventh grade already. And then it's really difficult to influence them. So you need to show them interesting stuff from early age to be able to have that dialogue. Of course, you can also change your mind later, right? It happens too. But many young girls need that support actually even before entering high school because there you already made some choices of what you can study and do with your different grades later on. So we need to talk to them basically from fourth, fifth grade. And there they are still curious and interested actually. And then they need the support during the sixth, seventh grade, right? I think it's going to be harder even in the future because the coming generations are smaller. So we have, and they are all needed in all directions. So all the different educational institutions are fighting to get their attention. So the competition is going to be even harder in the future, I think. That makes sense. And so you touched a little bit into some of the initiatives that you're running, including Science City. Can you talk a little bit more about what other initiatives you have? Also talk a little bit more into Science City and explain what it is in your own words. Mm -hmm. We have been running something we call Science Festival for really, really many years, where we every year connect schools with different companies. And there we offer children of all ages opportunities, both girls and boys, to see what can science do? Uh, what career could you have in science? How how can you work with these different technology opportunities from, from an early age? And we actually work with kids from third grade and up. So that's pretty cool. And there we don't exclude anyone. Then we do special initiatives to create opportunities for the girls. So we work with this role model concept and we we try to create a club for the girls. And uh, there are special initiatives for the girls like High Five Girls or Engineer the Future and different other NGOs that we collaborate with. 
So you could say in, in Science City, our partnership here locally around DTU, the Technical University, is a public-private partnership that we created 10 years ago. So it's a partnership where the university, together with the big companies and smaller companies and educational institutions, work on supporting our ecosystem here locally. And it's a very broad collaboration we have. So we, we, we do a lot on uh, the kids' agenda. We try to support the children who could be interested in a career in some of our companies. We also work with our international talent that's landing here in Lyngby and wondering where they are and how they can get a network. And we also work on agendas of like sustainability. So we try to work together to reduce our carbon footprint in a partnership. So sharing knowledge of like how, how does a big company go above and how does the municipality go above and how can we support each other and work together and learn from each other. And then, of course, also entrepreneurship. Uh, so we work a lot on supporting startups and also uh, nourishing the future generations that they could have an interest in both science and maybe in creating their own company at some point. And so we do camps, we do hackathons, we do a lot of stuff like that together with the local partners. So today we are 82 member organizations, almost 20,000 employees in Lyngby collaborating on, on this agenda. So uh, over the 10 years, it has grown a very strong partnership. That's super cool. And just one last question then. As a parent, how can you engage a little bit more with your initiatives or hear more about them if you want to get interested in signing up your daughters to some of your initiatives or maybe trying to get some of the local schools to engage with these super cool initiatives? We, we collaborate closely with all the schools in our municipality. So it's, it's uh, through the schools, I'd say. So the, the schools communicate in Aula, you know, this digital tool that they have for communication with all the different parents. And, and actually, when we started out this dialogue about creating a club, we actually had parents coming by curious to see, you know, what's going on here because some, some of the people working in our big companies out here or working at DTU are also parents, right? So uh, they live here in the municipality. And of course, they're interested that their kids get the best opportunities also through the partnership we can offer. But we, we work with the schools and all schools in the municipality private and public schools, they're all members of Science City Lyngby, the partnership here. So that's that's where we have a really strong platform and where the companies then can offer mentors, offer role models that can support uh, the initiatives and kids in the different schools. I think we have, have a unique platform for that actually here. And um, we also have visitors from other municipalities sneak peeking in how we do because they would like to do the same, of course. Because you need role models, you need companies to open the doors and share their experience and be open to receive the children, offer them some food and some drinks and share the knowledge of what they are doing and try to explain what it is that they do and what kind of career you could have in their company. And they are all interested in that. And what are some of the companies that you have collaborated with in the municipality? I mean, there's a lot of large companies actually in Lyngby that are supporting us greatly. Like uh, we are so lucky that we have Microsoft here in Lyngby. We have Covi, a huge private engineering company 
We have Haldotopsu, we have Hembo, we have Nozymes. So we have some really large companies out here. We also have mid-sized companies like Geo and Aquaporin and companies like that and, and smaller ones like Windspace. And they're just all open to share what they do show their technologies and a lot of their staff is also open to work as mentors and coaches and role models. So it's a fantastic environment in that sense. Great. Thank you so much for your time, Mayana. That was all. I will share a link so people can hear more about what you're doing. And I hope everyone can stay tuned with all the cool stuff. And hopefully this can expand into more municipalities so that everyone in Denmark are covered. <laughs> Great. Thanks a lot, Nerman, for your invitation. Thanks for tuning in. For the remaining month, I will share cool resources showing kids the whimsical world of technology and ask you parents to please engage with this mission. If you want to make a breakthrough and involve more young girls in the technological innovations of the future, then the conversations need to start at home in the living rooms and continue at a school bench. Stay tuned for Hello Ada's mini podcast series every Wednesday morning.